Hello, and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Yo, yo. What's up? How's it going? Good. You know, we're here on a Monday. I know. Which is different. Yeah, I, uh, as I did that little intro, the first time I did it, I said our names and then just spaced out. And then he had no idea what his podcast was about. I was like, uh, welcome. (laughs) Yeah. And then we started over. So here we are. But. Man, I don't know about you, but I had a long weekend. Um, I also did. Yeah. So I, it was a little different than yours. Different, but yes, different than mine. Yours, uh, celebrating some good friends getting married. Yep, some good friends getting married, um, and a last minute drag bus party, which was lit. Um, and then Sunday went to love the lake. First time at the lake this summer. Yep. So glad we glad we got that in. Yes, that sounded very fun. I it was a good time. Would have liked to be there, but yeah, water was cool and lakes can be iffy. You know, sometimes they're warm. Yeah, which is creepy. Was I don't it like that? Was it super murky like a normal lake that we're um, used to? Yeah, yeah, it was lake. It yeah, was lake water. Yep. Well, um, it was a it really hot weekend, so that was the place to be. Yes, it was. It was. It, I mean, it felt great. Yeah. We got to the sandbar in the lake where you could just like chill out. That's so fun. And boats were just hanging, so that was awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah, good weekend. Good weekend. But um, we yeah, it's been two weeks, right? Since our I last think so. One. Yeah, so it's uh trying to get trying to get these uh, um, what's the term? Uh, timely releases. Yes. Yes. You know, we're just really busy and important people, and it's just yeah, hard. Just really busy people. <laughs> I know it's uh, so different from everybody else out there. Yeah. Everybody so I'm just is... going to complain about it <laughs> and pretend like other people don't have the same problems. I know, right? But. Uh, well, I. So the topic we're going to cover today is the Chronovisor. Now. It depends how deep you are into the weeds on weirdness and like conspiracies, but I would say this is pretty deep down the rabbit hole. I do too. Yeah. Um, Especially if you know anything about the Vatican and the Vatican archives and all this, all of their supposed paintings and yeah. and knowledge that they have hidden away. Which I want to start there. That's baffling to me. Me as well. That, that, I mean, I know the Catholic Church has been, has been, um, obviously a force for the past 2,000 years. I mean, they've, I mean, the Crusades, mm-hmm. you know, the um, Inqu- Inquisition, just like everything that involves killing and power has been at the helm of the Catholic Church, which... That's the bad part, obviously, right? There's also a good side. That doesn't mean everybody in the Catholic Church is bad, but right. as a as an institution, they've done some pretty horrible things. Yes. But having said that, um, the fact that the Vatican archives exists and that there is just stuff down there that you just can't get your hands on unless you have, well, I think unless you're part of the Vatican or have yeah. some special access. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's just there's just not any way to see what's down there. Right. Um, and it's just locked away from the rest of the world. It's very, very weird to think about that those things might exist, considering that it's like, I mean, the home of a dominant, like, world religion. You oh, know? yeah, that billions of people around the like, world follow. Follow, yeah. yeah. Like, no matter where you stand on the religion yeah, topic, no, exactly. like, it's still baffling. Yeah, that's 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 a distinguishing factor. I I want to try and separate from the religion itself and the yes. belief system, and just focus on the the institution. Yes, that is the Catholic Church and the Vatican. In yes. General, so. Um. So anyway, the I think that's a good intro to the Chronovisor. So, mm-hmm. um, the the Chronovisor. I'll, we're, I'm going to try and like start big picture and then distill it down. Okay. I love that word, distill. Distill, yeah. Because the story itself is a bit convoluted. Yeah. And we only have a small snapshot. <laughs> um, so the chronovisor, in, in generality, is or was a device created by some individuals in the vatican that we'll name in a few seconds that allowed the individual to look back and forward in time and it's described as a relatively small object that is equipped with a number of antennas and is composed entirely of precious alloys cathode tubes some dials and levers. So, this this first appeared in an Italian newspaper mm-hmm. um, on May second, nineteen seventy-two. An Italian newspaper shocked the world when they published an article with a f- provoking headline that said. A machine that photographs the past has finally been invented. And this article indicated that dozens of scientists had created this artifact that allowed them to photograph the past. So, Aaron, naturally, what do you think they did with this when they first created it? First created? the When they first created the chronovisor, considering it was the Vatican that created it, what do you think their first task was? Where do you think, at what point in history do you think they went to first? Well, I'm going to think what proves their entire religion to be true. Yes, exactly. So, um, maybe the birth slash resurrection. Yeah. Right? That would be good, yes. Is that where they went? Yeah, the crucifixion. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, I would also like to say that we, me and Aaron were both raised Catholic, so the, the jokes and the humor (laughs) that we have is... I personally, I, I somewhat still identify with Catholicism. Yeah. Um, more of in a uh, traditionalist sense of yes. religion. So The jokes are all from a very good place. Yes, we're not making fun <laughs> of Catholics because we technically are Catholic. We simply are them. So, yeah. so I'm, we're just, just put that out there. With a little humor to this story. Yeah, just a little humor. But... So yes, that's so the first task they did was to go back and to the crucifixion. To the crucifixion. Okay. Yes. Um 
So it says, the artifact obviously allowed them to photograph the past and even witness important historical accounts directly concerned with Jesus Christ. So that would be the crucifixion. Right. Um, so so this is where some, uh, some uh, Vatican individuals start to come into the picture. So... The, the main protagonist in, in this story of the coronavirus is uh, a father, Pellegrino Maria Ernetti. And this was an Italian physician who, I'm sorry, an, an Italian physicist who eventually became a priest. Naturally. Naturally a physicist. <laughs> and um, it is believed that him and his team in the 1950s built this and received important help from Enrico Fermi and rocket scientist and also Nazi who built the V2 rocket Werner von Braun and father of the atomic program in the United States and associated with NASA Werner von Braun Wow. Yeah. A truly a triple threat. A triple threat. Right there. And sure. not in a good way. Uh no. No, <laughs> I, I would I would say no. Especially Von Braun. Well, yes. Yeah. Yep. Thoughts so far. That um I'm gonna lie, when I saw that part, I did not know that piece of information. Oh really? That he like the name was familiar, but I honestly did not oh, yeah. know that he was part of that atomic program. But um, I already a little skeptical. I know right off the bat it's like, like um it's just very, very weird to grasp. And these looking into the future and past situations are very I, I believe a lot of things mm-hmm. that we talk about on here, honestly, but that like this is one thing that I really have a hard time grasping. I agree. It's so it's it's very far out. Um, especially when you think about, um, when you see computers from like the 1950s yes. that took up like entire buildings. I was just about to say something about that, about yeah. the size yeah. of this object and the fact that like, it says like composed entirely of like alloys Cathode tubes, some some dials, and some levers. dials, yeah. like straight out of like a book that is not true. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just so silly. And but yeah, we proceed on. Yes, so that's that's just that's just my initial thoughts, right? <laughs> as we're going through this, like at this time in history, um, right? Computers were taking up yeah like, multiple rooms, and um, it just seems a. Uh, little advanced. Yes, and yeah. not saying that there aren't advanced things that we don't know about because I know there are today. Oh, for sure, yeah. So not that that's so suspect, but a little bit. Yes, agreed. Um, so... this fa- is, Yeah, this is also just... Yeah, this is kind of wild. <laughs> so Father Ernetti revealed that the chronovisor worked by processing residual electromagnetic radiation left over by numerous processes. So, uh, 
I was listening to someone else talk about this, mm-hmm. and it was it was seemingly describing that um, whatever's left over, this thing was able to pick up and somehow make a picture out of that leftover residual energy, if you will. Okay. Uh, residual radiation. Um, huh. So yeah, he um, Ernetti revealed also that he was able to witness the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, which is in the Old Testament. The basically these two towns were just wicked, yeah, and full of like prostitution and murder, and uh, they were destroyed by God. Um, also, the founding of Rome. Yep, and the original text of the two stone tablets. That occurred, you know. Wow, yep. Huge. Moses on Mount Sinai. I mean, could not pick out bigger events, honestly, if you're familiar with the Bible. Exactly, exactly. Very large biblical. Um, yep. Biblical uh, events. Yeah. And just like they said in this article, historical in general. Yes. So. Yes. Um. So this is the other big character, uh, French priest Francois Charles Antoine Bruna, and he was one of the apparently one of the first people to hear about this chronovisor, and he met Father Arnetti in the sixties, nineteen sixties, when the two were traveling across the Grand Canal in Venice, and they both were experts in ancient languages, and they began to talk about the Bible and the interpretation of it. Father Bruna obviously was very intrigued when Ernetti revealed that there was a machine that could answer all of these questions. So when uh, Francois uh, Bruna asked the asked Father Ernetti about the machine, Ernetti described the chronovisor as functioning like a TV, but instead of receiving transmissions from local stations. The chronovisor was able to tune into the past and allow the viewer to see and hear events that occurred. I mean, that sounds perfect. It Very, very perfect. Just like ideal. I mean, not only can you see them, but you can hear them. So yep. that's, I mean, visual, auditory. Would love to know if you could smell it. That would be awesome. But also maybe not. Maybe a little advanced for them. Yeah, a little advanced. I mean, they might be in the future slash past, but smell <laughs> is just a little too advanced. It is. That's like 4D, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I need, I need the smell, though. I don't know. Back then, it'd be pretty nasty. It would have to just smell like poop just constantly. Yeah, just B.O. and <laughs> B.O. and poop. Oof. Gosh. And just like sand, like just dry sand. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have perfume, I think, until like the 1400s or something like that. How do you even I mean, they probably had something that, back then, but, you know, only some for the weird, like, potion wealthy uh, ruling class. True. Were. Not who we would be seeing. No, so. definitely not. Anyway. Yeah, so moving forward, um, Arnetti, told, uh, Arnetti told Bruna that the machine worked by detecting images and sounds that humanity had created but were floating in space. So that goes back to that residual electromagnetic okay. radiation. Yeah. 
it's basically it's it's still there. We just can't see it with our okay right eyes and whatever. Yep. Um. So this is kind of where the Vatican gets into play. Um. It's said that this device and the project behind it were canceled by the Vatican, but not destroyed. And that the chronovisor is somewhere in the Vatican, hidden in one of the many chambers, as we've previously mentioned, the Vatican archives. Um, there are also versions of the story that Father Ernetti and his team decided to dismantle the device because since it couldn't since it could tune anywhere and any time in the past, if it were to fall into the wrong hands, Right, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, politicians, generals, whatever—they could predict anything that could happen. Yeah, past and future. Yeah, so they would know how to react and, yeah, yeah. information, obviously. Yeah, how things actually went down, because we all know history is just the stories from history are just a snapshot of how things actually happened, and a lot of times we don't have an accurate picture. Exactly, of what actually happened. Exactly. It's only just what people want you to remember. Yep. Especially back in biblical times. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, the record keeping was sometimes great. Yeah. But also a lot of the times, like, records were destroyed. Like, when the Spanish went to uh, modern-day Mexico and killed the Aztecs and oh, the yeah. Mayans, they just burned everything. Yep. Just, they're, like, the Aztecs, I think, or the Mayans, there's only, they're only, like, Four pieces of writing that survived. Wow. Isn't that insane? That is insane. Like, like a you... whole civilization. Yeah, and only four pieces are left. Yep. Like, that's insane. It is insane. And honestly disgusting that, <laughs> you know, like, that the Catholic Spanish. Yep. yep. Right? Again. There the we Catholic go. Catholic Spanish. Just, they burned Would do everything. That. Yeah. Yep. They also burned the ships. Yeah, they did. So they couldn't go back. They did. They had no other option, yep. which you got to respect. You do. You like, do. The, the determination. Like, we're either going to fight this and win, or we're going to die trying. Or we're going to die trying. I know. That's... So in that state of mind, you understand why they burned everything. Like, that yeah. was it for them. Yes, yes. But a little crazy. A little crazy. Little and crazy. now we don't know anything, really, about uh, yeah, we don't. whoever. Yeah, unfortunately. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, there's the version of the story where they dismantled the device. Um, Father Ernetti died in 1994, and he wrote a letter that he insisted that the device was real and was not a hoax. Um, Ernetti claimed that the alleged photograph of the chronovisor had captured Jesus Christ on the cross. And the picture of him on the cross, gazing towards the heavens, that's described in the Bible, was real. I mean. Now, the interesting part about that point is that there is a statue Mm -hmm. in Perugia, which I believe is in Italy, that was... was, um, dreamt by a nun, and the nun contacted a uh, uh, whatever you call like a sculpturist yeah to make a sculpture of her vision okay and the and the the uh the pictures which are right here yep are pretty much identical 
They are. It's like the nose is different a little the bit. The nose is a little different. The nose is like distorted. Yeah. Uh, everything's a little bigger. Yeah. But the, I mean, it obviously looks like a picture of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, um, the, I, this just popped in my head. The okay. Huge issue I have with Catholicism mm-hmm. and Christianity is, in general is that there's no stories of Jesus through his adolescence, teen years, and young adult. It's like 30 years. There's a 30-year gap where nobody knows what happened. And that for for a person of that significance, right? And I I do believe that I do believe in the Holy Trinity and that Jesus was the son of God. So that's my issue with the whole thing is if he was actually the son of God, why do we have nothing of for 30 years right see i would understand if like when he was born it was like people didn't know yeah but like that whole story of him being born is like people knew he was the savior yeah you know he was the savior and then it just cuts off yeah so like why would you have i agree like a story knowing he's the savior at birth yeah and not following those that man yeah throughout his life like what if he does something yeah. Like, amazing. Yeah, wouldn't you want to know? Yeah, or, yeah. like, what? Like even if he just, like, saved some people. Yeah. But, like, there was nothing until, like, a couple years before his crucifixion, really. Yeah, I think the the uh, the New Testament is, like, like the books, like, yeah. um, uh, Matthew, Mark, uh, Luke, and, and, Luke John. and John. Yeah. They all start, it's, like, a three-year time period. Yeah, it's, like, from 30 to 33, they said. Yeah. Of his life, yeah. So, I do agree. But also, like, why wouldn't you want to know that if you were... Exactly. If you could do that, why wouldn't you want to go back and, like, see where he went? What did he do yeah, when he was, he like, 18? Because if, like, obviously there was a prophecy, and so he was going to die on the cross. So yes. Therefore, he couldn't die anywhere else. Yes. Yep. So wouldn't you want to know about that? We have um, actually talked about that in some of the uh, just classes I've taken throughout college, um, like, religion-based ones, like... Oh, nice. That that's a big, like people have a problem with the fact that we don't know. Yeah. For like thirty-ish years, where where the man was. Yeah. Or what he was doing, and it makes a lot of people very skeptical. But I mean, same with you. I obviously believe we, in uh, that, but yeah. it it makes you think, and I think it's good to no, think about is, those things. It, ha- it is definitely. Yep. Um, there are actually a few uh, con- not conspiracies, but alternate uh stories of where he went okay like ones yes. i know a story i think there's one that says he went to japan i have heard some of these so we might have to do a i think our next episode we might have to do uh is uh, alternate uh, like lives of jesus i love that idea yeah, i think i think that's where that's gonna, gonna be go. great yeah uh okay so yeah so they they picture they found it they got the picture of jesus christ on the cross um uh, this also, this other one that, um, they were able to observe the, this writing of Theestes, mm-hmm. which I guess was written by a famous Latin poet, um, included hmm. Latin words that did not exist at the time it was made. Huh. So that's weird. That but, is weird. So Latin words were older. Yes. Than current Latin. Yes. Hmm. 
Um, yeah, that include Latin words that did not exist at the time it was made. Yeah. Hmm. And so in 94, the year Ernetti died, he said that Pope Pius the 12th, XI, yeah, forbade us to disclose any details of this device because the machine was dangerous. Whew. So. This is interesting, too, that in 1988, the Vatican issued a decree that it warned um, that anyone using this device would be excommunicated, which, okay, but it also made people think, well, why would you, like, make that warning if it was not real? You yeah, know? yeah, that doesn't make any sense why you would say that. If About it's, something that didn't exist. If it's not real. So that was, like, kind of interesting. But I guess maybe, like, just people, if they were like, oh, I use this device. Like, if they were spreading it, maybe they just were threatening people. But yeah. very interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the motivation would be to purport that a device actually existed if it didn't. Mm-hmm. There seems you know, to be no re good reason, it, but... It, it doesn't make any sense why you would say that, unless they're just trying to convince more people that jesus was actually real right but even then it was only it was only in a newspaper in italy yeah so it's like and this is not a popular story no like i've only heard this on fringe like podcasts right like, uh, and only in like the uh like the you know paranormal and weird type of category mm -hmm. so it's not like this is known to everybody yes I don't know. It's, it's a weird story to me. I don't... I mean, we all know that, like, the military and different organizations, government organizations, are using technology that is 30 years in the future, from what I've heard. Yep. Like, the military is using the internet way before it was ever publicly available. Yes. And, I mean, the atomic bomb, like, yep. just came out of nowhere. <laughs> And you don't know who's working with who at no, any given don't. moment. No, you don't. Which has been the case forever. Forever. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, just the U.S. itself, I mean, Area 51 is a completely black site. Like, yeah. It, it's, it's, only, its existence was only recognized, like, I think, like, 30 years ago or something like that. Very relatively soon. Interesting. Um, Relatively recently, I should say. Yeah. And, like. I mean, there are places that nobody knows what's going on. So. Exactly. I would like to believe it's real. Me too. I'm believing it until someone tells me differently. Yeah, I would That's like, what I'm deciding. I know. I would love to believe that this actually happened. <laughs> Mainly because I, I love history, mm -hmm. and I would love for us to be able to understand this. Yes. And understand history. But also, on the other hand, I don't, as far as, like, the physics of it, I don't even know if that's, like, possible. I would need to be more knowledgeable. Yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about the science behind it. Nope, me neither. And I don't know if, I don't know if anyone does, because, right. obviously, it was in the Vatican, and, like, yeah. only very select people are able to even go into the Vatican. Right. Um, so... It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, 
a lot of rabbit holes you can go down, like offshoots of it. There are, um, which apparently we're gonna. Yeah, do we that. definitely are. The next episode is going to be uh, <laughs> alternative Jesus lives. Yep. Um. Cause I think that would be one, uh, very interesting, but also I think, from what I've heard, somewhat comical. There's, I'm sure. There's well, some fringe theories out there. I actually wrote a paper. Okay. A couple years ago about alternative theories or stories of what happened when jesus was not in the tomb anymore okay and they are funny i'm like honestly him being miraculously like resurrected is the most believable like (laughs) these people are on one really like it's very interesting so i'm sure the uh life stories of jesus will be good as well i think there's one where he goes to japan and becomes like a ninja (laughs) i think i've heard that i can't wait i mean that's epic First of all, um, good for him. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, awesome. Yeah, that's no no simple task. I no, can guarantee you that. Um, okay, well, that's all we got. Yeah, another uh, another short one, but a good story. A good story. Um, y'all can follow us at World We Live Pod on Twitter. Email us at World We Live in Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, and rate and review if you like us. If not, just go find someone else. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. Yeah, if you you don't like us, you know, there's plenty of podcasts out there. You know, I saw a quote. um, It was on the back of a guy's shirt Uh um, at Dick's Sporting Goods (laughs) that my friend sent to me, and it said, I promise if you don't like me, it's because I don't want you to. <laughs> so, That's legendary. That is the motto. Yep. yep. So, but to all of our listeners, we yep. do love you. We do love you. If you follow us, we love you. We appreciate it. So hit that subscribe button and um, yeah, give us a review if you haven't. Um, outside of that, stay safe. Yep. Um, wherever you live, I know the weather's kind of crazy, especially in the southeast. Lots of rain. Uh, northeast too northeast now. yeah lots of fires out west so wherever you are be safe um and yeah stay well see you next time we'll see you next time